Hey everybody, welcome to the Overchat Podcast. I am your host, J-Pal Music. Be sure to like and subscribe on the podcast application of your choice of how you listen to the podcast. Be sure to follow the Rap Chat Podcast Instagram at the Rap Chat Podcast and the artists that are on the episodes of the show. Today I have another great conversation with a bright individual talking about his music that's releasing uh, and then just the process of how he's released it. Enjoy the show. Huh. Um, so how you feel? How you feel as far as your music, man? You pumped out two uh, two awesome singles. I know you got a the project with Skills around the corner. How, how you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling great actually. I have. Uh, I was just talking about uh, the other the other project that I have with uh, this artist named uh, the Only Mellow Yellow. I don't know if you know who that guy is or not. Um, I follow him, obviously. So any of these people that I mentioned that you may not know, uh, this other guy, Duma, that I've been working with, too. Okay. So you got a whole, so, you got a, you got a whole album with uh, Mellow Yellow? Yeah, so it's, it's basically, um, well, it's five, it's fi- I mean, I guess you could say an EP. Yeah. It's, fi- it's, yeah. Um, it's five songs. Um, but, yeah, so, like, um mellow yellow i met him through um lo-fi galaxy which is essentially ants beats i don't know if do you follow i mean i'm sure you know who ants beats is at this point yeah i don't i don't Um, follow him i think i'll I'll start yeah ants beats uh i met him about four years ago and he's uh i think he's based in i want to say staten island but um new york new york head for sure um but he's uh he's definitely connected me to a lot of artists through the years mm-hmm. um and he's he's just so he started like a another page like his aunt like he has his own ants beats page and then he has a lo-fi galaxy basically lo-fi galaxy records or lo-fi galaxy productions but um that's the one that has like a, a pretty decent i think he has like 10 or eleven thousand followers on that page but okay um, so pretty decent following, but yeah, he, so his whole thing on that page though, specifically is, um, you know, artist promotion, artist, you know, kind of spotlight kind of thing. So like he'll post every day, he pretty much posts something about, you know, he'll post someone's video of themselves, like, you know, playing their beat or the typical, like, you know, kind of video of someone playing their music kind of thing. But, um, anyway, so he's, he's introduced me to a whole lot of cats, um, and really networked and connected with connected me with a lot of people specifically that last guy that was on that last song take flight yeah um Grit, gritfall yeah and that dude he's he's a super up-and-comer um that's coming up again another new york hat just just fucking like nice you know yeah nice nice with it um but so yeah i i like um so the only mellow yellow is uh he's he's uh I believe he's from South Korea, but he's he um he represents Atlanta ATL. Okay. Um, so he's got like a really like um, uh, like that last single he just came out with, pull up. Uh, it kind of like see like kind of like gives you a little little bit of um, you know, kind of where his style is a little bit right now. But he he definitely has like different types of flows and stuff with the tracks that I have with them. So you'll definitely see that side of you know his his style and, and all that stuff. Mm. Um, but yeah, he's, he's, he's dope, man. He's a, he's like, you know, and he's, he's got, you know, he's got the, he's got the, 
the his own, his own you know sauce and 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 you know style and stuff. So uh, um, that that project was was really fun. I mean, we we just we basically are finishing it up. Like I, I, we have this last track that he's recording that he's recorded actually. So he's sending me the last stems for that one, and then um, you know I'll, I'll be releasing that one after the skills project. Actually, hopefully we're trying to shoot for that Friday after the skills, which is set for not this Friday but next next Friday. Okay. Back to back, back to back. I like so it. yeah, back to back, and then the next one is going to be the the bit the big double pro, double album, A side and B side. And um, this artist that I've been working with, his name's Duma, and uh, he's he's from South Africa, and he just I, I came across I was just you know on my feed like I always am with all my shit just like. You know, in my algorithm is basically like anything that has to do with like art or music or comedy, essentially, like a lot of what I see, you know, with my shit. So like he just happened to just come across my feed, one of his videos, and he posts a lot, too. I think I mean, he, he kind of he hasn't posted like the last couple of weeks. He's been kind of um, but he's he's usually posting every day or every other day um, of him just like basically like rapping, um, you know, to, to production or whatever um and i just like came across one of his videos and immediately was like struck by his his talent his his style his flow his his voice his message like everything which is very much like clicking and i was like man i was like i really like you know because i obviously you never know like when you first meet someone you just don't you don't know first of all you don't know what they're like you know where they are with their shit like you don't know how hard they're pushing their brand you don't know where they are in their journey and their process. You don't know, like, you know, you just kind of, you're just going into it blindly. Like you want to reach out. You obviously want to make music with the person if you're genuine. And, yeah. and honestly, I'm one, I'm, I'm an advocate for, um, you know, and I'm not saying like the big, big, big artists, you know, I'm not saying like it, that's, that's probably a lot different because they probably have like someone handling their, you know messages or emails or whatever but i mean to even just message on it just a message level is still kind of like i mean if you're not going through email it still is kind of personal so you want to make sure that you're like presenting yourself as such as like i always say that like not just not just professional in your brand and business but just kind of just being a personable human being in general just like not coming at them with like some like auto-generated message or some like fake like you know like facade of like oh you know this and that and just kind of like representing this like fake false person kind of like just coming at him like a real genuine person or whatever i feel like i get a better response i'm not saying everyone has responded to me thus far in my journey musically but i will tell you that um even some of the bigger bigger names like i'm just more i guess humble about it in the sense of like you know, I've had conversations with like people in hip hop that have been doing it for a really long time that have like, yeah, given me that like, you know, whatever, quote unquote, cosign. It's just more or less just like letting me know that like affirming like, hey, like, you know, your 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 name is that kind of quote, like, you know, your name is being like mentioned and talked about amongst people like you may not even know it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you have no idea. Um, But yeah, it's like that's why I feel like making music with people from all over the world all walks of life all like all experience all messages like that's why that's the biggest thing for me is like you know the person's message 
and where they're from is like a, re a representation of that message. So that's why, you know, even just us two, like you literally are on the other side of the country and I'm on the other side of the country. It's just like, you <laughs> yeah. know, and you, and you still have, you know, your, you can still contribute and speak your truth and represent where you're from and your slang and you're yeah. from your experience and upbringing and, and same as mine, you know, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I'm really excited for a lot, like a lot of the stuff to come out and then to, to, to top it off the very, very, very last project of this year is my personal project, which I think is my, I think it's my fifth, fifth solo project, I think so far mm -hmm. in the last four or five years, but yeah. Um, and that one's going to be the same as just as what I usually been as what my rhetoric is just kind of like, um, never really a specific, unless it's, unless it's like, mention or as such like a concept album in that sense you know like there's a story or there's like something behind it sometimes it's just kind of like some songs come together like in small groups and then suddenly those smaller groups connect with other smaller groups and then you're like oh i got an album like well you know let's kind of go with it because it like you know i'm a believer in that too like i don't necessarily think that every project has to be like has to have some like deeper meaning you know like sometimes yeah. it's just like you just find songs that just connect magically kind of sometimes, you know what I mean? And it's just, you know, but, um, but yeah, so that's, I'm looking forward to that because it's another, another one of just kind of like a lot of my projects just have featuring a lot of different types of artists. So like, um, you know, my Brooks Kyle project had, you know, a violin player on it, for example. And then my buddy, um, from my hometown, Sam of AB, shout out to Sam of AB, by the way, you should go check him out too. He's uh, in a group called Gypsy Rose Frequency, mm. and they're like a super underground indie kind of rock band. Um, but they're dope, man. Like their drummer Neil, like he's he's dope ass drummer too. Like, but um, Sam plays guitar. So I have on my first album, I had a song with him called Cosmic Generosity, which is a super 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 mellow mellow spacey. Like he just kind of takes my beat and just he just you know does some trippy guitar like the whole song is just like a vibe um but i fuck with him heavy he's just like another musician that i just like again just like love to like hear how he like I i'm able to just give him something of mine and then he just like takes it literally to like another level of just like the song would never be the same without him on it and then mm. the, the same is going to be with like when we do our track or anybody that i've worked with i feel the same sentiment with is just everyone everyone's uh contributing and they're contributing in their own unique way and that's what makes it magical and all that shit you know as a musician you know that it's just yeah. you know but but yeah those are that's everything that's on deck and that's everything that i have planned that hopefully goes to plan you know how release dates can kind of yeah you know mess with you but for the most part i'm trying to stick to my guns with all this and everything's on track so far and um, looking good to, to come out when, you know, we're scheduled to release. So, yeah, I was going to ask. Very much awesome. Now I was going to ask you as far as like, you know, ho uh, holding on to, or working on music, you know, uh, I don't know, I don't know how many years in the making is a lot of this stuff. If some of it's been maybe two or three years, but you know, usually, you know, always as artists, it's like, you know, certain artists will record something. You'll write something, you'll have a certain messaging and it's in a specific mind state where sometimes, you know, if you hold on the music so long when you're releasing something, you're like, yeah, I don't even feel this way anymore, but let me give this yeah, to people because yeah. it's out. Like yeah. how, what is your experience with 
like just thinking about like releasing this music that's been in years in the making is it do you feel that what you've written in those mind states is still consistent to what you've released like if, as far as you're releasing it do you feel kind of irky i'm like well this album i was in a different place like how do you feel yeah, about that yeah yeah that's a great question and i think about that a lot uh in time and setting of especially with the times we're living in now as far as like you know, we've even talked about it in some of our rap chats is like how context and setting and time and place plays such a huge, you know, role and, and, you know, contributing to what you're, what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. So if I, you know, like, I, I, like a lot of my earlier, earlier stuff too, even that like that, cause I have a lot of stuff that I've never released even too. that's just kind of like sitting on my hard drive. And I know we, we all have, we all have that stuff. And, yeah. um, you know, I, like, I think that like, there there are certain messages that still stand the test of time and certain like topics that will always be talked about and always be discussed and you know built on and you know we'll continuously learn more about it as we go along um but then there's also things that are like definite you know that we just like where we are right now as a species is just like there are things that are just like set in stone and we're just like okay we can't we can't say these words or we can't talk about this anymore you know because it's just we've you know, and I think we, we've talked about this, too, you know, uh, in, in a deeper level, too, is just kind of how I like, you know, the human experiences, you know, can be like, really bring out those moments of, okay, well, this, this, like, this was like something that happened, and then it will never happen again, because we, as a species established, like, this is absolute, like, you can't go back and, you know, erase this in a sense of like, this is a part of the story now this is writ was written in that chapter and we're just going to keep it as part of the story um but then like i said there are things that you can still like talk about and be able to like build upon you know in a positive way and change and look at differently but still have the original idea and thought of like yeah i thought about this and i wrote it down and recorded it and you know at the time yeah like i felt really emotionally attached to it or i felt you know whatever the reason is fill in the blank that is the reason the driving reason why you wrote that bar yeah. or line or whatever you know um i think about that often though um because it's it definitely resonates with me in the sense of like how my music is going to be like perceived in the next five years or 10 years when it's played back like is it is it still going to be relevant is it still going to be you know, it's, are people still going to be able to relate to it, to the to the emotional, you know, what, what again, fill in the blank, whatever it is the, of, of the thought or emotion that I'm portraying in the track, you know, the message I'm trying to get across, the truth I'm trying to get across, whatever, like, you know, um, so the, yeah, I mean, that's, that definitely rings, rings in my ears, um, mm -hmm. you know, again, with what I mentioned with how grouping songs together, sometimes like, you know, there might be a song that was from like three years ago that I recorded and I'm like, um, you know, yeah, like maybe this could go on the project. Maybe it couldn't. But it's also like, um, you know, I do kind of think about that sometimes is like, you know, is it it's not necessarily is it still like relevant? It's just more or less like timing. Uh -huh. Like I may like, you know, in, in a year or two years, like maybe that's more fitting to release it during you know then because then it's like because then you think about sometimes you release songs at the wrong time right sometimes too you know or like or just kind of like a timing like an off timing kind of thing i don't know um, yeah i mean 
you know, it, it's just kind of like, and, and I like to think too, I mean, we all like to think that like, we're, I mean, just because like what it doesn't matter the day or time or whatever necessarily that we're releasing, it's just more or less like, um, you know, making sure that even within there that we're still staying true to our art and and such yeah. and as we're releasing it, but and and hoping that it stays, you know, timeless and relevant. I mean, you know, we we all want to be those 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 type of artists that. Mm-hmm. we still all love and, and, and listen to and, and play every day, you know? And, th- right. and I think that we like, it's okay to, to, to strive for that. It's okay to strive for that type of, of artistry. I mean, I, the, a couple of those last videos that I posted, you know, I feel like recently I've been coming across a lot of those is just more or less like understanding that um, even thinking that your stuff can still be relative and still be um, people can still relate to it and stuff, but still understanding that you can still work, on delivering it better mm-hmm. you know and like and and getting the message across clearer and crisper the next time around mm-hmm. um you know shit if fucking andre if andre 3000 is saying like telling us about his experience of like you know hearing and that's the thing is hearing someone that like already reached that level and is like you know just kind of like living you know just mm-hmm. kind of like you know what like understanding that like i mean he even said i in, you know, telling Rick Rubin again, even just kind of like, um, you know, understanding that like the spark of creativity and being a created creative is like, you know, he understands that like at certain points in time, like especially through when they were, when Outcast first came out and stuff like, I mean, yeah, like they came out at the right time and they came out and they, and you know, now, and now they're gaining, you know, new, new people that are listening to them still every single day that are like, that have never heard of Outcast, you know, and they're right. like, you know, and old heads like us are like, yeah, I'll get three stacks, you know, and just kind of like, you know, I'd pull out a CD right now of Outcast, you know, and it's just kind of like, but it's, it's not, it's, 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 again, it's just kind of like to hear an artist that, that says that's, that's letting me know, like, Hey, you know, someone that, that even has been doing it for, you know, 10 years still, and is like still understanding that like, I have a still a long way to go in a, in a, in a terms of like, you know, harnessing more so, you know, that, that craft that, that he was talking about, you know? Yeah. Um, I, but, I've had a thought about Andre 3000. I feel like there's such a, there's such an interesting story with him, right? Or at least a narrative that I've kind of concocted where, like, you know, obviously you listen to that episode, so that series of, of depression, a dark depression that he was in, it was almost like he was cryogenically frozen from society in a sense because he didn't release a whole lot of yeah. music. And then now, you know, he's out and he's saying how he wants to work with new artists. You know what I mean? He respects a lot of these new artists that are out. And I still felt bad for him when he wrote for on Donda's project where he wrote it, he first wrote it in a way that uh, he didn't know that Kanye didn't want him to use harsh language or whatever the case may be. And then he also didn't know that the song that he wrote for was kind of like a, di- a quasi disc, a disc uh, track, this track towards Drake. Wow. So like, and, and that was the best, that was the, to me, that was still the best verse that year. Um, uh, that that he uh, what was it? Life of the party on Donda. Like that was like that was the best verse, 
And that was the one that Andre wrote. And I was like, this is incredible. Like, just like the lyricism, the story he's telling, he's like speaking in transitions, just like, because I always, he, because, you know, our our skills now, we've talked about this as far as like, just like how he's a very multifaceted rapper, but I always appreciate, I appreciate him most storytelling. I think storytelling is incredible. Yeah. But my, my point is, is that, yeah, I almost feel like he's cryogenically frozen, and like now he's trying to get out and work with other people. Almost not seeking validation, but still like trying to light this spark of this creativity and this art that he still has with these other people. Yeah. I, I, and I don't want him to be taken advantage of. Where I feel like kind of Kanye did that, where it's like, yo, like he's one of the greatest like lyricists of our generation. Like, please, like continue to work with them. So, I yeah. find it, I find it interesting how a certain mind state can really deflect you from society, you know, and almost heart, you yeah. know, can hinder your creativity in that sense. So. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's a, and that's a great point. Oh, dude, mental health. I mean, come on, that's a yeah. shit, man. I know this, this most recent one that I did. Um, actually I, I don't want to, uh, <laughs> so, um, owl, and I just like, we like, I don't know. Al is a very, just a, he, he is a, just an exceptional like producer. He really is. He yeah. does. Yeah. There's just, just something about his production. And honestly, like I, again, I've, I've known the dude for the last four, four years. And that guy just like from the start, just from the get go. I mean, I, I, I could see, I could just see it like the shine is just, it, it just, it just, and it's still just natural form too. You yeah. know, it's just a natural. It's life. very talented. Yeah. But, um, so he, he, he may or may have not like sent me something the other day and we, we, we may have, uh, done something. So nice. And yeah. And, and he's been kind of on a hiatus for a while for like the last like year, year and a half. He just hasn't really been like doing music a whole lot. Yeah. Um, and we were talking and just saying that too, just like how life can kind of, you know, like you said, it's just with, with mental health, depression and all that's just like anxiety and all that. Like I, I'm very like honest and real about that shit, especially like, cause I, I've mentioned that several times in my music is just like mental health of just kind of like, you know, making sure that, yeah, you are taking care of number one yourself, obviously like, yeah, if you're married and have kids and all that, like it goes without saying, like, of course you're taking care of your family, you know, and all that, but just like making sure that like, yeah, that you're, you're doing okay. Yeah. And you know, that's, that's a big part of it too, with, with being a, with an artist, being as an artist and a creative is just kind of like understanding that there is a certain level of when, when I feel like when artists reach a certain level, it almost feels like there definitely comes a lot of pressure with like having to like keep up with shit of like, just whether that's whatever that looks like, like posting videos or like, releasing material or doing a music video or doing, you know, promoting this or, you know, going to that interview. What I, it's just like, there's a lot of stuff you have to, you know, do. And yep. it's just like, you know how that is with music. It's just, it pulls you in those directions yep. all the time. Like, yep. you know, you can imagine how your mind's firing off in the morning. Sometimes it's just like, you want to get stuff done. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, my my wife cracks me up. She she like yeah, you'll get into this this. She'll say like you'll get into this Gemini 
Kanye mode sometimes where like I'll think of like <laughs> like I'll think of things that I'm like humming or whatever and she's like Jesus Christ it's 7 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> it's too freaking early for this. It's like, yeah, our 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 son wakes up. He wakes up usually between like anywhere between like six and seven. Typically. I mean, on the later side is is as of recent like six thirty seven, but like still, I mean, we're like I'm I'm up usually anyways at like six six fifteen, so like I'll hear him, and then my mind sometimes like my wife won't be up and he'll still be sleeping, and I'll just be laying there like you know you just laying there in bed with your thoughts, and you just kind of like yeah okay like. What what can I think about that's gonna make me like go crazy all day because I'm gonna be thinking about it all no matter what it is and then you're just like stuck on it and you're like fuck and then you start googling then you start YouTube video then you go down the rabbit hole and you're like an hour later you're like fuck you end up at some crazy YouTube video and you're like how the fuck did I get here right like <laughs> where's my life going right now <laughs> I was gonna I was uh, I was gonna bring up too what you mentioned earlier as far as like how just when it comes to certain release dates of releasing your music and, and how, you know, how, how like sometimes it matters. Sometimes it doesn't. I think, I think there's, there's some, there's certain special moments where I feel like it does, you know? And, and I feel like, and I feel like a lot of those releases, they aren't necessarily purposeful. For example, like a mere example is like 2016, you know, during the elections and all that. And then Chance the Rapper came out with a coloring book, you know, and that was a very, to like, to, to people of color, that was a very healing record for a lot of people. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. a, there's a, in, um, I also think of like 9-11 when Blueprint 2.0 came out, you yeah. know, and, yeah. and just these, these moments where you can, connect to this music during like a very critical part of someone's lifetime. And it's almost an honor too, in a sense where as an artist, you're able to kind of provide that healing. You know what I mean? I've, and and I could definitely see someone like yourself, like wanting to do that for people, you know what I mean? So, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And I'm actually playing, I was going to send this uh, as a, as what we can do is I can, um, you have to give me a second, get the laptop, but I was going to bounce this track over that I'm going to be releasing, uh, soon. So I was going to kind of give a little, like a little secret, little listen, listening between you and I here. We'll snip it. Yeah, man, yeah. I'm down. Man. No, not a snippet. Like we can, li- like, we're going to listen to the whole track live here. Oh, I, dope. I want you to, yeah, I want you to just listen to it and just kind of peep like kind of the direction of where I'm taking some things. Cause I feel like, you know, with, with what I mentioned with Al is just kind of more or less like, you know, when I, when I, when I do stuff over my own production, it's definitely different because my ear is, is different. So it's just, it's more or less like, I don't, I have an ear for certain type. Like, I just don't like get on anything. Like I know you're probably the same way. You just won't like play to anybody or yeah. play to any type of beat that you get or whatever. So right. like, right. you know, we all, ha- we all, we all have our little things, you know? So, like with Al, it's that way too. I feel like it's just kind of like he just has a certain sound, and we when we when we work together at, on something, it's just more or less like we both have that same, you know, we both resonate with that same frequency. So the same goes for like when I when I'm writing something to my own stuff, it's weird because it's almost like I'm battling myself because I like I want to to it to sound a certain way, but then even when I think that I reached that's 
that sound, I'm still just like, I'll start rapping on it. And I'm like, wait a minute, because I, I try to like, I try to push that ear aside and not be biased in that way of like, knowing that what I'm creating is still like good stuff. And it's quite like, I, like, I know it's, it's, you know, I, I enjoy the sound of it and I hope that somebody else enjoys the sound of it, you know? And it's, it, yeah, I can't explain it. I mean, I don't know if you feel the same way with when you're, when you're, you know, creating something, sure. it's just kind of like, you know, you, you want it to sound, it's not like you don't want it to sound good. It's just more or less like you want it to sound you. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like, you, like, you know, we can all kind of chop things up and, and do things differently and speak things differently and say things differently. But that's what separates, you know, that's what separates us all too, is that way yeah. also. But I mean, do you feel that way about your material as well in that way? Like, do you? Yeah, I mean, definitely wanting to represent myself the best way. I mean, I even re I even uh, re-recorded a whole verse because the mic I used, I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, let me, yeah. let me, let me use the one that I used before. Or let me, cause I was trying yeah. some new things. And I was like, no, let me go back. And I ended up buying a whole new mic because I wanted this mic. The there's, there is a mic I use for sketches of pain, which is a very good mic. It's a warm mm -hmm. mic. It's the neat worker bee. And it's a, it's a, it's a fairly, it's a fairly available mic or as far as a like costly uh -huh. comparatively, uh, not as costly comparative to other mics, but you get a really nice sound. But the, the only problem with the mic is that it's almost too flat where it can't really cut through if you get some really heavy yeah. instrumentation. Yeah. So I ended up buying the AKGP 120 because uh, it has that presence boost. So it kind of cut through and I, I need something to cut. So I ended up getting that. Boy, see, and you've definitely got like a lower, like, you don't, I mean, you don't have like, a, yeah. Yeah. And, and I say, I feel like voice is always like, and I've heard you talk about that too on the podcast yeah. as well. Like your, even your music buds ones, like I've heard you guys. Um, but like, it's, it's, you know, choosing, choosing the right, like, yeah. And, all, and, and again, I'm going to go back to choosing the, the right, like production too, also is just kind of yeah. key. Yeah. But, but it's hard because like, for example, the perfect example would be that Styles of Fury track is like, you have, three different people but they're all recording on three different microphones so it's kind of hard to like you know you can't <laughs> yeah. like you can't like and and everyone's verse was like it had nothing to do with like what anyone was saying or, or like like sounding necessarily it was just like we we all probably knew that going into it like thinking like yeah let's all do a track but then it's also like well you know and 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 and, and and the artists that I'm working with that I'm, that um, I'm releasing this stuff with, like, obviously like we're all not in the same place either. So like when I'm getting their stems and I'm like, you know, putting everything together, it's like, I, I can only do my best to make sure that like, I'm, I'm making the song like, you know, steady in that sense. You know what I mean? Cause sometimes yeah. you hear songs that like, like ours that might even sound a little, cause, cause with that be particular, you know, I did feel a little bit of competing with the beat in that sense because yeah. it was it. You know, it 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 frequencies like, were all over the place. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. kind of like a little. It was. I mean, the beat was like dope. It was yeah, dope beat was beat, good. I felt like was there, great. there definitely was like some areas that I was like, you know, the yeah, there was a there's a lot going on in little little certain pockets of there. So I was kind of just like, but again, just my personal you know thing. You know, like I, I've I've obviously worked with on Reggie before. Yeah, you know. 
a couple times. So like I, I, you know, his production is dope. It's just more or less like maybe it was just that particular track. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so like that, you know, that's, that's a, that's a, that's a difficulty sometimes too, for me, especially, especially when I make it and then I rap on it and then somebody else is coming in and doing their thing. It's like, well, now I not only have to account for myself or what I just was trying to describe the feeling of producing and then rapping on it, but then, uh, you know, inviting someone else to do their thing on it too, makes it such like a, um, makes it even that more, much more complex to kind of like try to fit the pieces together in the puzzle because right. you want, because then it's like you want, you want their verse almost sometimes I feel like I want their verse to sound better than mine in that sense of just like, cause I'm trying to get it again on that level of like, right. I want everything on the same level of, of when someone plays this, plays a song that it, you know, it sounds like a song. It's like, it runs together very nicely and, you know, transitions are nice and everything runs smoothly, you know? Um, but yeah, it's not, it doesn't go that way all the time. You know yeah. that. It does like, you know, and then when it, and then when it doesn't, you can't, you, I mean, you get mad, but then you can't really get mad. Cause then it's like, you know, you did try your heart. Like I said, from the start, like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, this is a fucking terrible mix. I'm like, I'm going to do the worst <laughs> fucking mix of this possible. Like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to work the least, I'm going to put the least amount of heart in this. Like, you know, it's just kind of like that. That's why when I'm listening to fucking anything, any fucking thing, doesn't matter what the fuck it is. Like, um, I'm just like, I'm open. Like, I'm so open minded when it comes to that shit. Cause I'm just like, I know how probably hard, I mean, not, not everyone, obviously. I mean, come on, like, but probably 90% of the time people are always working a hundred per 110, 120%, 120% on the music mm -hmm. and when they release, you know, that they worked hard on it. So at the very least, even if I don't, even if it's not my cup of tea, I still very much am that listener that like, will at least I'll give the good, like three or four track listen before I'm like, eh, okay, I don't, I don't think I need to hear anymore. <laughs> like maybe in another lifetime or maybe I'll like, or maybe at a different time in my life, like maybe when I'm older or in a different stage in my life or something, I'm like, oh, I tried to give this album a listen. Now, now it's relative to me, you know, when we were just talking about that. Like, maybe not, now this message means something to me. Right. Um, but, um, but yeah, oh, I was going to tell you, by the way, that group that you sent, the very first one, when, when I first mentioned to you, send links to Spotify, um, it was like that super crazy, psychedelic, like jazzy, funky group. I can't even, I think they had a weird name too. Tanarwin? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Dude. they're wild right yes. i just put them on shuffle and i was like i was doing dishes and i was like oh okay i was like <laughs> okay jay pal i was like you, yeah i was like you know what you're doing but yeah that group was like um yeah it was fucking just crazy out there man like yeah way outside the box on some crazy shit but yeah that's what i mean man is like you know it's it just ranges so much in in that in that sense of like music but you know the vo the voice the voice though mm -hmm. we know the drum the drums the 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 foundation the cornerstone the ri just rhythm yeah you know just just the one you know just the one is very like a very old sacred like i mean even just thinking about just sound obviously in general but just thinking about how then sound turn into that so yeah. like um i think about that too and um that song I did with Al Nimbus too, by the way, the one that's on the Kirikoi album. Right? Yeah. So that I actually, cause I, cause I didn't realize that you guys reviewed his project and I went back and listened to that. Um, and like, I, I felt like what, 
like the around the song was mm-hmm. in a sense of like I feel like certain again I feel like that is relative to what we're talking about right now because mm-hmm. like time and place is also like big on like um tone tone of songs yeah you know and like I I'll admit there are times where like I feel like I may have stepped out a little bit too outside of myself of just trying to like fit a mold of maybe an idea of a song. And then maybe I didn't like execute it like exactly the way that maybe I wanted to, but maybe I thought at the time I was like, I, that's about as good as I could get. Yeah. You know, I think it's that, al- that's it's a, that, like, that sounds like normal artist shit to me, bro. I, d- dude, I, I, I did it all man. the fucking time, man. And so it was almost as if like, you know, and and again, like, I respect the fuck out of, like, people that take the time to, like, listen to music. And they're like, you know, like, I, you know, like, I like this, this, and this, and I don't like this, this, and this, you know, like, mm-hmm. and that's, that's totally, you know, and, 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 and I, again, I, I, that's why I want you guys, that's why I wanted you guys to listen to, which, by the way, through that podcast, it's funny that because um, your other buddy on the Music Buds mentioned that, and he was like, he was like, yeah, he's like. Um, I really didn't like Brian Individual on this track, but he goes, he goes, funny enough, he's like, um, he's got a collab project with uh, Al Nimbus that we should put on the queue. And then I, <laughs> and then I didn't realize last I messaged you and then I, I messaged Al and I told him about it. And I was like, I was like, yeah, I talked to, I messaged Jay Powell. I was like, I hope you don't mind. You know, I submitted that Nostalgic Beginnings to get reviewed by that. And he was like, oh yeah, I follow that podcast. And he's like, and then he sent me the link of, of his one, which I didn't realize. So I went back and I was, I was scrolling through, through all the episodes and I didn't realize. And I was like, oh, you guys reviewed his. And I was like, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, and then on Reggie too, I didn't realize that either. So I guess I like missed their post or something about that. Cause I, I mean, whenever I do podcasts, I always start from the beginning. Mm. Most of the mm. time, like I'll jump around sometimes, but I usually like, like towards the beginning, just kind of, and then I'll kind of jump around a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, definitely. but yeah, man, I like, I don't know. It's, it's, you know, I, I thought it was hilarious though when you were trying to, um, they didn't know, I don't know if they even to the, I don't know, were they joking about not knowing who J5 was, Jurassic Five? No, they weren't joking at all. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm old, whatever. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude. I felt yeah. So, dude, I felt that same way. I told my wife that too. I was like, I said, man, I was like, I, I'm pretty like, I'm because I am. I mean, I'm this, I'm turning uh, 40 in a couple of weeks here. Mm. My birthday's coming up. Nice. So I'm, I'm, I'm hitting the, the big one, one of the bigger ones. Yeah. One of the more iconic, iconic ones. But yeah, man, it's crazy. I'm like, you know, because a lot of my friends, like the majority of my friends back home, like they got married like early on. They got married when they were like, 24 25 26 27 mm-hmm. you know and then i started having kids and stuff through late 20s early 30s i mean i was like you know i was in a different time during my 20s like i mean completely just in a different time for oh, a yeah. lot of reasons but um you know i mean i like i didn't i didn't settle down settle down down you know until like my late 30s and then like i said you know my, my son's only 15 months old um and then we got the second one due in february so like I didn't really get a start on all that, you know, that side of my life until obviously later on, but um, teach their own. But yeah, man, it's crazy when I think about stuff like that. Cause I'm like, when I start to see like posts from, yeah, you know, just like people that I was listening to and, you know, eighth grade and freshman year of high school and stuff like that is like wild. Like thinking about like 
tracks that were coming out during that time. And, mm-hmm. you know, again, some of the things, like some of the things that just kind of like don't really happen. I mean, as much I'll say anymore as they used to, like um, I've mentioned this before, just kind of like, um, you know, no, like we were talking about release dates and all that stuff, but just like, wh- just in general, when an album would release and stuff, um, my high school actually was right across the street from a mall. So they had like a CD store in there or whatever. So like, you know, when school would get out on Friday and an album would come out, I'd run across the street and go, go, you know, go buy the CD or whatever. And like, have that feeling of like, you know, that of like, of, of the excitement of, of, you know, like everything about it, you know what I mean? Just like yeah. the whole, like the, everything about it, just getting it, taking it home on rap, get, you know, ripping the plastic, throwing it in the CD player and just like, like, having that excite that genuine like excitement and awe of like waiting to hear like what it, it was almost as if like um you were like um um li- like almost listening to like an audiobook yeah but like musically cuz like i mean nowadays it's i mean i'm not saying it's different or or the, um in a bad way it's just more or less like it's um it's kind of the same in a sense it's just kind of like every like again everyone's telling a story and stuff like that but it just it just had a different like feel when when all those things were combined together and then re- the result was like your mind completely getting into that you know that like no time and space zone of just like the only thing that matters is what this poet this you know writer this contributor this healer this you know, whatever is encompassing the human being that this person is like speaking these words. And the only thing that matters is like how it's making you feel inside. Like, you know, no cap. Like, I mean, that's like, you know, and I'm not, again, not to say that like no one, you know, that's why vinyl's coming back. And so like things go round and round always, you know, things in full circle always. So like CDs and tapes and all that shit's coming back in full circle again. So it's just more or less like understanding that, you know, yeah, those things come and go, but it's also like, it's it's kind of cool too to also be able to and which i'm sure every generation has this too is being able to say that like you know i i was a part of the generation that this generation will never understand the sound you hear you know with that dial-up aol connection you know like or or going to blockbuster video on a friday night and rent a vh vhs tape making sure it was rewound before he returned it on saturday you know like (laughs) it's just like a you can't you know, there's, and, and I think that like with my writing and music, I think that also comes out a lot. I mean, that Al Nimbus track again, like the Kirikora track was like, you know, it was kind of just like me sitting down and talking. It wasn't necessarily had to be necessary. The most like, it wasn't obviously the most like, you know, lyrical, like swords and like kind of, you know, passionate track. It was just more or less just like, you know, like I'm just going to sit back and just kind of talk, tell, you know, being kids up in Mortal Kombat 2 or NBA Jam, he's on fire. Just like, you know, just yeah. kind of like you said, man, Um, you know, being able to balance out on, and, and the balance also comes with like those fun, you know, laid back tracks where yeah. it's kind of like, you know, whatever, you know, yeah. it's kinda, it doesn't, it doesn't always have to be. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, Brian Abyssal. Those, those, I, that, I that know, piece matters. I know. <laughs> Dude, just, what I'm saying though, too, man, is like, yeah, shot. And, and by the way, um, yeah, so I, I do, I do give you a little shout out in this, uh, I did this, uh, little unreggie track I got coming out too. I do shout you out in that piece to, to Jay Powell. Oh, I say that it, bro. in the rhyme. 
yeah, was like more or less like understanding that it's okay. And I, I understand and I've understood that for a while. It's just more or less like my style has evolved yep. a lot over the last, you know, there, there's a lot of, like I said, like when I listen to rhymes and, and, and raps that I wrote, when I hear tracks that I recorded eight, nine years ago, dude, it is like night and day compared to what I'm recording <laughs> right now. And yep. it's more or less like, it's not, it's not, and, and it's not necessarily always about, the message, the delivery, the flow, fill in the blank. It has nothing to do with whatever the aspect of rhyming is. We all know there's different, like so many different variables, but you know, the important thing that I always keep with me, at least on the very least, is that everything I've written in my journal thus far um, over the years has a recurring message and theme, which is good. And that's one thing that I'm learning and that I've been learning, listening to other artists, you know, listening to their stories and, and reading about them is just more or less like, you know, you can, you can, you know, be this artist, you can be this creative, you can talk about, you know, you can, you can policy, you can talk about politics, damn the man, you can talk about what, whatever. But as long as when you're releasing stuff, just making sure that like, when people are listening to you, that you're not all of a sudden, like, you're not changing the sense of like, I'm not saying you can't do like a, um, a kid rock where you're like, you know, stomping on that hip on that hip hop, and then you turn to your country roots, and you're yeah. successful. That like, it's just more or less like there are artists that understand that like you can still speak your truth and and have a message. You know what I'm saying? And still mm-hmm. reach your crowd and your fan base. You know, people that appreciate you and your art, and still, like you said, be able to have songs like that. Like, if you want a you know, damn the man like lyrical, go check out my Cici project. Like, go check out any. Go check out Internal Curse on the CC project. You'll hear Bright Individual on some fucking lyrical, don't fuck with me lyrical shit. But if you go listen to, you know, on you know, on Reggie No GPS, or you go listen to you know what I'm saying, like fill in the blank. I'm just saying, like, there are certain songs that have and require you to adapt to a certain type of flow and yeah. delivery message. Oh, you know that like yeah. you, you, you just have to like feel the track out and just kind of like, you know, paint the picture. And yeah. I mean, yeah, I agree with you, man. Totally. A hundred percent is you have to be able to, to balance that out and, and, you yeah. know, not make every song a fucking, you know, <laughs> not make every song a fucking conscious. Like I'm trying to like be this like certain type of artist. It's like, no, like, you know, cause there are times where I do, I'm just like, you know, fuck this or like i don't like this or like mm-hmm. i feel this way about something i want to be able to express that or i like yeah. NBA jam yeah. or I like whatever it's just kind of like you know this is um and i just posted about it recently like al al, al nimbus gave me some dope ass advice and just kind of like you know he he told me that he recently started liking action bronson because um you know he never really knew who action bronson was until he came across like he was like his his uh cooking stuff Oh man! Uh, you know that about Fuck that. Yeah, no, his his. I didn't uh, either. I can't say this um, enough. His fuck that delicious show is one of my yeah, favorite shows. Yeah. I'm gonna go check. And one I'm of my favorite that shows. He told me about that, but he was like, um, he he was saying like, um, because you know, Action Bronson fucks with um, you know, uh, Evidence and Alchemist and all those cats yeah. or whatever. Um, um, but yeah, he was like, you know. 
I, I like his music, but he's like, you know, I kind of, I kind of like him like more as like the cook guy, you know? And that's what I was kind of with that post the other day was just more or less like with the, you know, me showing me the, the video of the Legos or whatever, which yeah. is more or less like, I want people to, I, I want people to, you know, see that side of me more. I want people to see like, you know, the other stuff that I'm into that is not necessarily music related. And that yeah. like, it's cool if we can, if we can connect on, you know, that, that level of like, my little like you know toys and trinkets or whatever you know what i'm saying that my little idiosyncrasies or whatever things that i like you know connects me to somebody that and then maybe they start liking my music after that or something like like, like maybe they never heard of my you know what i'm saying like right. just another way to net just another way to connect with someone that shares a similar interest that has as much like gets as much happiness or joy out of like doing it or whatever kind of yeah. thing so like um you know yeah. But yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. One, yeah. One of my, one of the, one of the, one of the reasons why I like that his cooking show so much is so much is because there's such a powerful representation of culture that would not be found on cable television on the news. Like he's hanging, like he's like dapping up these these guys that you probably would usually never see behind a camera like he's in like uh-huh. he's 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 at like the the corner store in the bronx and it's this guy who speaks three three languages and he's cooking up some <laughs> some pastry that's like you know some nice. crazy pastry yeah, yeah. and he's behind the counter and he's eating it's just there's such a beautiful notion of him really being connected to culture and him really having a passion for like like uh just really like fucking with other people that are just humane people, good people that, that have that connection of just like good food connects good people. And just like, yeah, real powerful. Like, and you know it's exactly who you're describing though. Also mm. Mm. Like kind of the originators, Anthony Bourdain, yeah. my boy, rest yeah. in peace. Yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace. That guy, I actually, and I just recently came across um, some of the older, like some of the first episodes on one of my like apps on my TV or something, uh, whatever, but, they have some of the older episodes and I would just like put it on the other day and just was like watching, but like he was in some like remote village, like somewhere, you know, and just kind of like, he said something that really rang true to me. And he was like, um, you know, when you think about traveling or going to another country and experiencing like experiencing culture, you know, just kind of like, you know, indulging in it and especially with food. And like you just said, you know, it was a very like food along with music and other like fill in the blank or just are a people connector. So like, you know, when you go somewhere and you have a meal with someone, it's it. it that's why it it has always been and will always re- be regarded as something like that as a very like, you know, basic humane like connection of, of right. what we share. You know, as human. Um, but one thing that he said to me that kind of stuck out was like, when you go to these places and travel, and you go to eat, he's like, you know, yeah, of course you can go to, you know, wherever and have a hamburger or have a, you know. Um, uh, you know, French fries or whatever, fill in the blank or whatever. Of course, you can go to the to the to the uh, bar and grill at the hotel, right, and stay in and, and and have their food. But then, where you're like, why would you not have the local flavor and food, right? And then, why would you not go to somewhere that is local and serving a local food? Like that episode was literally like things that were all like picked and and like you know, uh, brought from the village, essentially like farmed yeah. and like born and raised there essentially. And he was just sitting there like, and, and experiencing that. I just like, it's the same thing as like when you're tasting wine next to the vineyard of where the grapes are growing. It's just, there's, there's a, there's a certain like aesthetic and like, 
kind of nostalgic almost feeling of just kind of surreal of being, you know, present with, you know, with all that. Yeah. Um, you know, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's a great point. That cultural attachment, that, that cultural attachment, cultural. man, that's what, kid, that's what, yeah. it, to me, that's what separates that show from like, you know, the fucking, the, 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 the diner guy or like the Gord Ramsey shit where you have these people, they taste the stuff. Oh, and, the, spy, the spy carrot guy? Yeah, like, it, like, even, yeah, yeah, yeah. even on MasterChef, there was a, there was an yeah. episode where one of the, one of the critics was like, oh, this is too, this dish is too this, and people online were saying that's how that dish is so he didn't even understand <laughs> how that food yeah, was yeah. he was just yeah. well i don't like it because of this it's like yeah but that's how that food is so it's not that it's a bad yeah. dish you just don't like yeah. that type of food from that culture you know so yep yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and embracing uh, yeah and embracing that too i'm saying like uh, i can connect that to you know the music as well as uh, like <laughs> i said it's just uh you know different cultures bring out different you know feelings and experiences and 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 ideas and thoughts and stuff like that so yeah um you know that's why it's always good too to to when you're working is also like you know not being afraid in that sense now especially nowadays it's like i feel like everything is done you know over you know like sending sending things to other people and stuff like that you know not not always being in the same space and stuff um but yeah yeah i'm um, I'm excited man I'm I'm happy for you, What's bro. That? No, I was gonna say like I find it's on a slight random but still connected to our conversation. I find myself fighting algorithms on Spotify and like YouTube music constantly. Because <laughs> to your point earlier, as far as like discovering new music, I'm all about discovering new music. Where I feel like there's a mass population that just likes to listen to the same shit, and then you have these systems that are like, yeah, let's just let's just give your algorithms the same shit. You know what I mean? And like, yep there's there's music where i'm like oh yeah i forgot did this album come out and i have to climb over spotify and like search that specific person because it won't show up in my new releases like it's it's just crazy like i just feel like there's such an importance it's so important to listen to new music to discover new music you know what i mean yeah yeah Yeah. and that's the that's why i asked you to send me that stuff Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. i would like honestly there's probably no way unless you or somebody else that's on that would tell me to go listen to them or Mm -hmm whatever i mean i have a i have a gang of stuff that i'm that i know that you haven't listened to or heard of mm-hmm. and i'm sure that you would never would even like there's no way spotify would have any type of radar on the type of stuff either it's just kind of like underground i mean that'd be another thing to talk about too that we probably could talk about in length but just, it was just like mm-hmm. type of music again it's just kind of like you know you're you are catering to a certain crowd of people i mean you're just you're not yeah. Like yeah. I, I know right now it's not a matter of, you know, I'm not I'm not I'm I'm still making it for the sake of like the art of it. Like there's no there's no incentive for me to just like like I know that tomorrow I'm not gonna be picked up in some limo and get a record deal and be a millionaire. It's not like I don't have this like grand ideas of grandeur and this finish line. It's just like I I will at this point in the game of where I'm at still is just more or less that that is my mantra. It's just like, I, I want to keep like making good music as good as I, as good as I can make it and making it with people that are good people and that have a, a good and decent, positive, somewhat message. 
and their music. I mean, again, balance. Yes, I agree with you. But to to but there still has to be like a line drawn. It's like I'm not gonna let someone get on my shit and talk about like, you know, some dumb dumb Takashi sixty nine shit of yeah. like. You don't know, want, want to be a misrepresentation of yourself. That's definitely a different conversation, you know. Yeah, a whole new, a whole. That's a whole nother conversation yeah. because then you, then you, then you're just talking about like who I am as a person, which right. I, which I like. Again, I share a lot of stuff on tracks. Like I, sh- I do, I do share some personal things. I'm not out here like filling everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, um, but it's just more or less like I. I try to also keep things in perspective perspective of when I listen to an artist. Yeah. I still want to click and connect. I still want to hear sometimes. Yes. That pain and sorrow as bad as it sounds or that positive uplifting stuff, you know, depending on the mood. Um, but still, I don't need to know everything. Right. That's what I always say is I don't, I don't, need to, I don't need to know everything. Just give me, give me how you're feeling on a little bit of like, you know, not to say there aren't songs that are deeper that, that do talk about deeper things. Cause we all do, but it's also like, you know, don't, don't, don't give out too much and don't, don't give away too much of yourself either. You know, cause some artists get too personal and too lost in their songs. And then it all, it, it might like lose people. Know, in that, sense. That is maybe, yeah. Loses people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good point too, man. Just making sure that you're true. Not only just true to yourself, man, but just true to, like you said, you're, your sound and, and not misrepresenting yourself, yep. you know, cause there's, there are a lot of artists that do that too, that misrepresent themselves. Yep. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Definitely.